Hi friends, and welcome to the Be Nourished podcast, where we talk about the nourishing things in life, relationships, food, jobs, dreams, and everything in between. Today I have the charming Kelsey Page on the podcast. She talks about how when she and her husband were first married and Logan was in optometry school that they just began to travel around their city. After having gone on their honeymoon, they decided that traveling was a significant part of their lives and so they just started looking around for ways to travel and save and they've taken big trips and small trips. They've even lived in Japan for three months, which she talks a little bit about how amazing that was. Um, and from there, it really bloomed into a business for them. So now she has her own website with Logan. They're doing a blog. They share their tips and tricks about traveling. And I just, I love talking with her. It really encouraged me to look around at opportunities to travel, not just, you know, the world, but also just in your own backyard. So Kelsey's such a delight. Hi, Kelsey. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. This is so fun. And just for the listeners to know, Kelsey's name is spelled K-A-L-L-S-Y. And we met because we were roommates at Harding like a hundred years ago. And yeah, I, like <laughs> yes, and I um, only saw her name before I met her. And I thought for sure she pronounced her name as Kalsey. So I, I don't even know if I called you that to your face. You may have introduced yourself to me before I could actually call you Kalsey. But I think from then on it was just a joke. And I've sent, yeah. henceforth called you Kalsey all the time. Even though I knew that's not how your name was pronounced, I still called you that. So if anybody hears me call her Kalsey throughout the interview, that's that would be why. But it is Kelsey, officially. <laughs> so anyway, um, tell us about yourself, Kelsey. Um, well, I live in Springdale, Arkansas, like the Northwest Arkansas area, mm-hmm. and I actually just recently moved here in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I live with my husband, Logan, who is an eye doctor, and my dog, Bentley, who's, I think he's almost five now, which is crazy, Aww. but he's like a little, uh, we don't really know what he is, actually. He's a pug, beagle, something mix. So cute. Um, but he's really spicy. He's crazy, but he's a lot <laughs> of fun. Um... I was an elementary teacher for about four years. I taught third grade, and now I am actually a small business owner and travel blogger. Which is so cool, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Because, you know, ever since I've known you, I've just known you to be, like, full of life, so much personality. I will never forget, like, the headbands and the all the fun <laughs> things that you had when we lived together. I just thought you were so full of life, and I think it is so neat that you guys have done all this traveling, and now it's something that you're doing full-time, which we'll get into, but I just find it so neat. So take us to the beginning because I, you know, when we were in school, I knew you were studying education, but I don't really remember us talking much about traveling. And so is this something that you have always wanted to do, you and Logan, or is this something that Logan wanted? Or like, is this something y'all stumbled into? How did you get started with this traveling? So I guess it's kind of a long story, but to keep it short, we, we both went to Australia um, in 2011, during the summer, for like uh, a Harding mission trip at our college, and we both just really fell in love with Australia, and we were like, "This is so cool! We want to see more places and meet more people, and just like, I don't know, be exposed to just more than just what we saw where we lived." Mm-hmm. And so, after um, college, we went on a honeymoon in Jamaica, and we also like same thing. We just were like, "This is so neat to see like other cultures and places, and try different foods and." 
everything like that. And so we just really fell in love with it. And we knew that with him starting optometry school and me being a teacher, that we were going to have a pretty tight budget, um, especially living in a bigger city because we lived in St. Louis. And so we just were trying to find ways to travel. And so we became really passionate about it, but we also knew that we would have to try to work out ways to do that. So it kind of started off with like road trips around the U.S. So we went um, to Colorado, which we loved. We spent a lot of time like mm-hmm. camping in Missouri, um, where we lived and then just kind of even exploring our own city. Um, and then, uh, Logan always wanted to go to Japan because, uh, his grandmother's Japanese and he's always wanted to go there. And so in 2015, I think it was, it was the first time we went. And so we'd saved up as much money as we could and figured out that we could stay, you know, on a budget for, about 14 days, I think what we did and, you know, went there and it was just kind of one of those things where we were like, why don't we write about this? Because our moms mm-hmm. and other friends were like, you guys are doing this. Like, why don't you ever write about it? Because we were sending itineraries to people and, you know, just a lot of things that were just like, I guess just time taking a lot of time, I mm-hmm. guess, because we would just send like, Hey, like someone would be like, Hey, tell us about your Colorado trip. And then another person would ask us and we'd be retyping everything. We were like, why don't we just put it all in one place? Yeah. Um, and so Logan kind of got the idea to start our travel blog. And at first I was, I'm not going to lie. I was very hesitant about it because I'm way more private than him. Like he's mm. very, very outgoing. Like he is an open book. Like he is totally fine with yeah. sharing <laughs> everything. And I am like, I'm decently outgoing, but I also like, like have my own little thing, you know, yeah. I don't really know if I want to put myself out there that much. So it kind of scared me because I was like, I don't know if I really want to write about like the good, the bad and the ugly of like travel and you know, mm-hmm. all these things. But um, after like a few months of him doing it, I was kind of like, well, he's really like into this because for people who don't know Logan, he is one of those people, he picks up random hobbies all the time. Like he will be like, I think we're going to play bocce ball now. And I'm like, well, where did this come from? (laughs) Um, But that's kind of what I thought this would be. So I just kind of like let him do his thing. And then I saw how much he loved it. And I knew that we both have enjoyed all the trips we've been on together. So I jumped on board. And, um, really I, I like, it's kind of the rest is history. Like I jumped on board and we both started working on it a lot just in our free time together while he was in school. And it became something that we were both really passionate about. And Mm -hmm. then it kind of grew into a business. Yeah. Which is so amazing. So take us back to, cause it sounds like really the first trip that you guys planned together was your honeymoon to Jamaica, right? Yeah. So when you were planning that trip, because that's like, you know, you got to have a passport and all the things. And I have found in my experience that overseas traveling is a different beast than just traveling within the U.S. Because there's a lot of things that you don't know. And just because they say it's going to be a certain way doesn't mean it will be that way. And there's just a lot of like financial things. So did you guys like look to somebody else to plan that trip or did you just really dig in and do the research and say like, we can do this. We're going to figure this out. It's no big deal. Or did you just wing it? Um, so for Jamaica, it was a little different, I think, than the rest of the travel we've done only because it was right after our wedding and we wanted something that was super like low key and low maintenance. So Mm -hmm. we actually went to like an all inclusive resort, which we love, but since we've been traveling more, it's really nice to be able to, branch out of that if you're comfortable to do so because you see so much more um like we were in Jamaica there was one day we 
hired some taxi driver and we like asked him to take us to this place called the blue hole and everyone at the resort that worked there was like you shouldn't do this like you guys might never come back and we were like oh my god we'll be fine like it's fine you know just we were not worried about it at all and the guy we met with he was so nice like he actually ended up moving to the states but he drove us over to this place called the blue hole and we like loved it and we were like this is what we need to do we don't need to like you know, all-inclusives are fine, resorts are fine, we, like, loved them, and we still would go to them, but it's so different to, like, get out of that mm-hmm. comfort zone, yeah. and go visit a place and, like, see what it's actually like, and we wish that we could do more of that, um, so that's kind of where we, like, with our next few trips, um, like, to Japan and everything, we, are in Ireland, we went uh, there in the spring, we were just like, let's just go see everything we can and just really immerse ourselves in it. So, um, some trips, it's kind of depends to, on some trips we've winged it a little more than others and some we've really planned out. I think the thing with traveling, um, with Logan and I, he's very much a type A planner person and I'm very much not that way, Mm -hmm. but it helps because we balance each other out because with any like anything in life you can't plan for everything totally things are going to go wrong and things are going to change and you just have to kind of go with the flow um but that being said you also can't do the opposite where you have nothing (laughs) right and just go into it blindly i guess yeah well and you know clayton and i went on all-inclusive resort um in cozumel for our honeymoon and we found it to be similar as your experience it was great and we did love that we paid up front and then we got there and we basically like quote ate for free I mean you're not eating for free but you don't have to like deal with all that but but to be honest some of the food was not very good and some of the drinks were not very good and you you've already paid for it so like you're kind of you just have to deal with what's there and we ended up going into town one day too because we wanted to explore and it really was like a totally different feel different like awesome food so I do think there's that hesitancy sometimes I have found going overseas anywhere because you're like Maybe it seems better to just buy this big big package of a deal and then, quote, know what you're getting into. But it's not always like that. And I do think there's a lot of value in exploring, you know, the country and what's around. And it can be scary, especially nowadays. Like, you do have to be careful. But I like what you said about, you know, getting out there and kind of not taking a risk, but kind of taking a risk. You know, you take a risk yeah. and you, you buy an expedition or whatever it is. And I, I think it's typically worth it because you get to know people and... You know, you get to see beautiful scenery that you wouldn't see otherwise. So, I like that. Exactly. Yes. And I think nowadays there's so much more information and everything's so accessible that you can easily find places that you want to go and plan for them. Like, Mm -hmm. we obviously, when we were in Jamaica, we didn't go blindly find some random taxi driver and just have him take us to this random place. Like, we did a lot of research to find uh, reviews for, like, reputable companies. Uh, car hires I guess is what it'd be called Mm -hmm. but like we read a lot of reviews we saw that everyone really loved this guy so we just were like yeah he sounds great we emailed back and forth and you know could things go wrong sure but at the same time I think if you do enough planning and research and preparation you can find some really cool stuff yeah um, that not isn't necessarily in your comfort zone yeah well and I think traveling in general like you said it has to be a healthy mix of willingness to be open and explore versus like needing to prepare but being willing for things to go wrong and being willing to you know find somebody that you think is great and maybe they're not great and you kind of have to change plans last minute and just go with the flow but still have some sort of structure I think that's definitely important 
So I also like how you mentioned um, kind of exploring y'all city. So you, you guys moved to St. Louis after you got married. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And I like how you were talking about even just taking little trips around kind of where you were. Because I think, I think what I hear a lot for people who want to travel, uh, I think number one, people say, I don't have money. And then yeah. slowly after that is, I don't have time. And so I like what you said about exploring what's just like right outside your back door. So I feel like I, these are very different as far as planning a trip for overseas or like to a big country or whatever versus planning a trip around you. But what are some ways you found that to be different for you guys? Or was it pretty much the same structure as far as like researching and, you know, planning it, that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, in St. Louis, it was nice, like, where we lived, we were close to the, like, downtown area, I mean, about 15, 20 minutes, and so, you know, if we had some free time on a Saturday, I might, like, we use Instagram a lot to plan trips, we use Pinterest, and even just Google Maps, finding things on there that look interesting, Mm -hmm. and so we would just be like, oh, this restaurant looks really cool, and we want to check it out, so we might go there, or um, just finding different things to do in your city. Now, for, like, things near uh, where we lived, we did a lot of campgrounds and, uh, like, tent camping and hiking, and we just looked online for different places, and that was the nice thing about like all the nature stuff is that you can go out there and not spend any money. I mean, we drove, I mean, gas money, of course, but like we drove a few hours to one of our favorite state parks now is called Johnson Shuttons. And it's just this beautiful, like scenic, like cliff sides with beautiful waters. And it's just like, where's that? This is in the middle of Missouri. Like really? Like how is this even here? It looks like something in Colorado or something. Um, But it just like became one of our favorite places. And we'd go there and go camping with our dog and, you know, just cook out there and you, it cost us hardly anything yeah. at all. So I think that's the thing is I, you really just have to be open to new ideas and travel doesn't necessarily mean, like you said, international or like long distance travel. You could, it can be as simple as finding something nearby mm-hmm. that you just really love and want to go visit or want to check out and end up going there more than once. Yeah, exactly. I think honestly, if you do some work on the front end, then it ends up being so great. Something that sometimes it's not my strong suit. I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. I don't really want to think about it. I don't want to plan it. But honestly, it doesn't take much. You just need to do a little bit of research ahead of times and then you're fine. And honestly, Clayton and I are really driven to places for the food. I feel like a lot of times that's kind of what we end up, we like find food we want and then we end up liking the town too. You know, I think that's fun too, to explore it that way. Cause I mean, even if the town sucks or whatever, you get great food. So that's cool. Yeah, exactly. It well, and it's like it's so simple when it comes to that stuff. Like, if you love hiking, find a place that you want to go that's outdoors. If you love food, find a really awesome foodie city that has some really unique stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, do it tailored to what you want to do. Otherwise, you may not enjoy it as much. Yeah. But I think that there's something for everyone out there. It's just all a matter of doing that research and taking time to figure that out. Absolutely, for sure. Did you guys have like a list of places? Because you mentioned Ireland, you've mentioned Colorado, you've mentioned several places. Did y'all like have a list of places you wanted to go? Or was it kind of one of those things where you were like, you know what, This we just saw this on the TV. This sounds like a fun place. Let's talk about it. That's actually a really good question. Um, so honestly, no. We, we do a lot of our travel based on budgeting so yeah Ireland kind of was one of those trips that came up where we saw a really cheap flight deal and we just grabbed it because we mm-hmm. wanted to go somewhere 
we were saving actually for Japan to live there for about three months. And so we wanted to, we just saw this flight deal and we were like, Hey, like, this is so cheap. We can try to work this out. And we just bought the tickets and managed to do the trip relatively inexpensive by staying in Airbnbs or cheaper Mm -hmm. hotels. And then, uh, buying groceries at grocery stores in Ireland. So we ate a lot of our meals like in the car while we were driving and then would eat out like one meal a day. So we did mm-hmm. it like on a really strict budget, but um, other trips like our Japan trip was a lot of planning and we really wanted to go there. Yeah. Uh, but I think it depends. Like if you have somewhere you really want to go, like let's say you really, really want to go to Italy, um, you check, you know, flight deals for that all the time I mean Mm -hmm. that's what we do it's like you're like oh I'm gonna check you know for Venice and I'm gonna check for uh Milan and all these other places and you try to find the best flight deal but Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't always work like that you may find a flight deal to Croatia for half that price and so you're like oh you know I might check this place out instead Mm -hmm. um but it it really depends like for us we don't necessarily pick places ahead of time we have places we'd like to go so yeah we watch those more Mm -hmm. but if we find a place like Ireland, it's like the flight was I think four fifty ish round trip. So it was like oh, you wow. can't pass that up. Oh my you know? gosh, you just gotta go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and that goes back to like being being vigilant. Like you kind of, I think a lot of travel people will say that you know you can't just sit around. You have to watch the flights all the time, and you like I know there's a thousand million apps and all the things that you oh, can. Yeah do and I think that's why people love what you guys do because essentially you take all that information and you do it for us like I think that's what's so cool about what y'all are doing um which we'll get to in just a second but I'm curious I know some people who which this feels like so much for my brain to even comprehend but I know some people here who will get a bunch of different credit cards and they use them to get the points or whatever and then they end up going on these vacations for free which sometimes feels like how is that possible? I don't get it. And you do have to keep up with a lot of information. Do y'all do anything like that? Or do you really just kind of create, like save money, create a budget, that kind of stuff? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I was going to go into that. So we actually, we do a lot of credit cards. Now I know people are typically more hesitant or scared of credit cards because of just what we've been told our whole lives that, mm-hmm. you know, credit cards can be scary they can put you in a lot of debt. And yes, those things are true. But if you have good credit mm-hmm. and you have the ability to pay them off every month, now I'm not talking like minimum balances, but you know, paying off your statement balance, your whole, yeah, uh, the whole balance every month, then there's really not any reason to be afraid of them or not to benefit from them. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, we, for our three months in Japan, uh, the reason we were able to stay for so long was because we used credit card points. And mm-hmm. we're actually working on, like, a really big travel hacking post right now because this is, like, one of the biggest questions we get. Yeah. Um, but we we had our flights round trip to Japan for free. We had about 30 days of hotel room stays for free, all wow. just from credit card points. Um, so, yeah, if you That's have amazing. good credit and you have the ability to pay the, the credit card off every month and really budget – wisely um you know treat it like it is cash like i think that's where yeah. a lot of people get into trouble is they see like oh i have a ten thousand dollar credit limit so they don't really think about like oh i actually don't actually have ten thousand right. dollars but um i think if you can budget that wisely then you can definitely do it and save a lot of money for your trips and that's one of the biggest ways that we budgeted for all of our trips is by that and of course I mean, there's other things, too. Uh, we sold a lot of our things w- uh, before we left for Japan. Um, 
And then also just the simple, like, saving and not spending. Like, right. is this coffee or is this restaurant really worth it or could I save this for travel? Mm. I think if you want to travel, it has to become a really big priority for you if you want to make it happen. And also just taking time, like I said, um, looking at Google Flights or uh, different flight websites to find the best deals and maybe being flexible as to where you fly in and out of or which country you visit. Um, if you're wanting to go a lot of places, then, yeah, find find the best place that you can go for the cheapest price. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's so interesting because I think from the outside looking in, for people who travel a lot, because I'm thinking I follow the Bucket List family, which I feel like a lot of people know. Yeah, and, yeah. and then I follow a couple other people who do a bunch of traveling. And I think from the outside looking in, it kind of looks like, you know, they're free spirited. They must just be like so fun, so casual, so free. They just live their lives. They're doing all this traveling. But really, traveling takes a lot of discipline. You know, you can't just oh, yes. like willy nilly. I mean, I suppose you could, but I don't know. I think it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of planning, a lot of. You know, and like you were saying about the credit cards, really, it's not the credit card that gets people in trouble. It's the lack of discipline. You know, they, like you said, they think they have all this money and they end up spending a bunch of money they don't have and then they can't pay it off and then it's a situation versus like knowing what you need to spend, having a budget for it, paying it off. Like it, and it really can benefit, but you just have to practice the discipline of doing it. And I think that's true for all traveling, not just for, you know, spending the money, but it's not as like free-spirited as it seems, you know? You really have to put in the work. Oh, yeah, and it's it's a lot of work. I mean, and, you know, any trip that you plan, even if it's just a vacation here in the U.S., you have to really think about what you want to do, where you want to eat, and that's that's where Logan and I always struggle is, like, food. I mean, we love food, but we get so busy doing activities that we forget, like, oh, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon and we still haven't eaten lunch, or, you know, it's... 8 p.m. and we still haven't eaten dinner and so like you said you have to be disciplined in your planning but Mm -hmm. it's not always going to go the way you want it to yeah for sure so we've teased it a few times but you guys lived in Japan for like three months so I'm guessing this was after uh, Logan graduated yeah, so when I mentioned it before, but we first went there in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about, like, two weeks, and we just fell in love with it. We loved every aspect of it. Um, Logan has the heritage there, of course, which I think made him want to visit even more, and I've just always been fascinated with Japan and Japanese culture, and when we went there, we were just like, honestly, we, would, we like, want to live here. And yeah. we thought about actually moving there for a little while, but um, just the way that... Logan's job actually isn't even in Japan. Like, they don't have optometrists there, so that worked out. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have Um, optometrists there? Yeah, yeah. So they have opticians, which are the people who typically, like, give you glasses, and Uh then they have ophthalmologists, so the eye surgeons. Oh. But uh, they don't have the middleman, so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting. But, um, so that wasn't going to work out. But we planned it out to where um, we decided we were going to try to go before he started his job. Now, at the time when we decided this, we didn't know where we were going to be after he got done with school. We didn't know what kind of job he was going to have or even if we were going to be able to make that length of a trip work. Mm -hmm. But we just planned for it anyways because we thought even if we can only go for like two weeks, then at least we planned for it for three months and worst case scenario, we just have a little bit of extra money that we had already saved for this trip and we can use it for something else. Yeah. Um, So we started planning right after our first trip there, and we 
when he got his job here in Springdale, Arkansas, his boss was so nice and was like, no, like you need that. You've been in school for forever. You need that time together to just kind of recoup and then come to work in September. And we were like, you're the best. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. We do that. So um, we were there just under three months and we wanted to see as much as we could. So we planned it out to go from the very like southern uh, most part of Japan and the like Kyushu area and then up to Hokkaido, which is like the northernmost part of Japan. And that's where Logan's grandmother lived. And um, we drove about a month of it and then took trains for other parts. And it was it was crazy, but it was so much fun. And it really made us uh I don't know, it made us love, like, that we lived there for that long, but it also didn't really feel like that long of a time either. Yeah. Like, we want to go back and live there even longer. Sure. But um, it was a really nice experience. That's amazing. So I hear um, that travel within – once you – like, flying to a country can be expensive, but once you get there, I hear that travel within the country is not too bad usually. I don't know if this is true for Japan, just because, like, you can take a bus or you can take a train. Is that true yeah. or is that – does it get more pricey? Um, it depends on where you visit. I know for, compared to other countries, like, that are close by, like Thailand or Vietnam, Japan is more expensive, but it's really not that bad. I mean, it's cheaper than U.S. prices for things. Like, food there is very inexpensive, and if you plan out your train travel or even car travel there, it can be relatively inexpensive as well. Um, and you know, most people stay within like a certain area of Japan, which makes it even more cost efficient. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely not as expensive as what people think. And like you said, flights over there are typically the most expensive part. And once you're there, you just go. (laughs) That's so cool. So you guys had been once before, so you kind of knew, like you probably knew where you wanted to go or what you wanted to do. But I mean, when you were planning your trip, were you guys just like Googling? Like, how did you, how did you know where to go? Like, what did you do? Yeah. So this really, I mean, this was three years in the making. So it took us, we didn't do it every day for three years, but we took a lot of time. Um, first thing we did was we made like a Google doc that was just like, here's a map of Japan here's all the regions and then here's all like the prefectures because they do things a little differently than like we have states and they have prefectures and cities and things like that. Um, and then like we searched for things that were in each region that we'd want to do. And after that, we kind of narrowed it down to here's all the things we really want to see and really want to do in this area. How long should we stay there? And then how long, how many days would it take us to do these things? Um, so it was kind of like a, it was a very big process yeah. to try to figure that out. But some places, like you said, since we've been there, we already knew that we wanted to visit there again. Like our favorite city is Kyoto. And we actually made friends with a guy there um, on our first trip. And we became really close and uh, to him and his wife. And him and his niece actually came and visited us in St. Louis. Aww. And then we visited them again uh, this summer in Japan for a little over a week and a half, I think it was a week and a half, uh, that we stayed there and visited with them. And that was really nice. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it was definitely a lot of planning and I will say we had like the first month planned out when we got there, but Mm -hmm. while we were there, we planned out even more because it's really hard to plan for that long 
long or length of time in your life. It yeah, really is. Like, true. I think about, like, today, if I, you asked me what I was going to be doing three months from now, I'd be like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I really don't know. So we planned out about, I think it was three weeks to four weeks uh, of the trip and kind of figured out where we want to go, what we want to see, do. Um, but then after that, we just planned as we went. So every few weeks, we'd sit down and be like, all right, uh, the next two weeks are coming up where are we at with this? Now we knew which like route we were going to take. We just didn't know exactly what activities we might be doing each day. Yeah. If that makes sense. No. And yeah. And I think that's, that's a really good like idea. Cause you guys had, you had stuff planned, but then it goes back to that balance of like having the freedom once you're there to change things or alter things or, you know, it's like you said, I mean, how can you plan your life that long? But also yeah. how can you plan your life when you're not even in the place that you're going to be in? You know, like exactly. it's so hard. Yeah. So that's cool that you guys planned it out, but you still gave yourself some space to kind of do whatever. And I like that you stayed with people that you made friends with. I think that's even more a reason to like get to know the people in the different country and try to like meet people and be kind. And cause you never know what it could end up doing for you. Yeah, so exactly. Neat. It's such a neat thing. Do you have any, like, crazy stories from your time in Japan? I imagine there's got to be something. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, well, so the weirdest thing was is when we were there, there was all sorts of natural disasters happening. Oh, it was gosh. just, like, one after another. Um, it started first with there was actually an earthquake, like, two days before we were flying there. Mm. And uh, kind of it didn't like ruin a whole city, but it had a lot, it had a lot of damage to the train stations and different things. And we were like, Oh gosh, like, are we going to even be able to fly in? Um, cause there was a lot of flight delays and issues, but it ended up being fine. Um, but while we were driving in Japan, there was like massive flooding in the area we were at and it had destroyed. There's, I, I can't even put it into words. It was almost like you just had to see it, but mm. there was just like buildings that were crumbled. It looked like an earthquake had happened, but it was all like flood damage and things. Wow. Um, and roads were all just torn up and it was pretty bad. So that was interesting. Um, but we managed to make it through that. And then we, we were in Hakone, which is, kind of over close to Mount Fuji. Um, mm-hmm. We got caught in a typhoon. We were... Oh, my gosh. We were outside. Yeah, this was nuts. So we were outside. We were at this museum. We were kind of... We had to go back to the station to get our luggage, and all of a sudden, like, it just started, like, downpour rains. And we were checking our phones, and it was like, yeah, this is a typhoon, and all these things were going on. We were like, what do we do? So we were going to just get a bus to go back to where our hotel was and none of the buses were running and it was about like a three or five mile walk I'm not even sure now to get back to our hotel we were like we cannot walk in a typhoon like this is nuts and so we found like the only taxi driver bless this man to drive us there and it cost us like 60 bucks but we were like you know what whatever like we're safe we're getting back yeah. to where we need to be. And that was nuts. Um, while we were, like, standing there trying to figure out what to do, a whole news crew came up and tried to ask us questions. And we were like, sorry, right now we're just trying to figure out how to survive. <laughs> like, sorry, please, no, we can't be interviewed right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, but that was that was definitely interesting. Um, and yeah. then there was another day that was just, like, every – it was all the typhoon and then this other thing happened that was just, like – all these things at once where we missed like five trains in a row and we were like what is wrong with us like (laughs) we overslept one day by accident and then it was just like all downhill from there where we missed like every single train 
but it wasn't a big deal. Um, I mean, it, we just had less time to go to one of the places we were wanting to visit, and it ended up not being that big of a deal. But at the time, we were both sitting there, like, so angry with ourselves. <laughs> and I remember Logan and I were just sitting on a bench, and we were like, just, like, let's not talk to one another because we're both angry. And it's yes. not, like, either of our faults. We're just both so frustrated. We were just sitting there, like, we just need to, like, not say a word because yeah. we might snap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's definitely – a lot of mishaps that go with travel especially for that length of time like there's just things that you're like you just can't plan for it um like the typhoon or the flooding and you know missing trains and you just you just go with the flow but yeah that was definitely crazy we felt really fortunate though because out of out of everything else I mean being there three months we thought that there would be a lot bigger Mm -hmm. issues or more things that went wrong and that was really the only thing and we were you know we're safe we were fine everything was okay and really it wasn't too bad yeah um I guess the only other thing I can think of is just the heat because we went in the summer and you know summer in Arkansas or Missouri or you know anywhere is really hot so we thought you know it's the same we went in the summer last time but it wasn't, it didn't feel that different, mm. but this was like a record-breaking hot oh, summer no. there. It was like 115 <laughs> degrees some days. Oh my gosh. People were like actually dying because they were so dehydrated or it was so hot oh, no. and having heat strokes. I know, it was scary. So we were trying to drink a ton of water, but it's hard because you're wanting, you know, you're only there in this one area for maybe a couple of days. So you want to see and do everything, but it's so miserably hot. Mm-hmm. Um so we kind of just had to suck it up and just do it and drink a lot of water. But yeah. it wasn't that bad. It was just, you know, it's funny now being winter here in Arkansas. I'm like, oh, I miss the heat. I miss summer. And mm-hmm. I keep thinking, it's so funny because while we were in Japan, I was like, I, what I would give for snow right now. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That's so that's so interesting. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I just, there's so many things that pe- I think people don't think about, which this kind of transition to what you guys are doing now. Well, so Logan's working, but you mentioned that you're working on your travel blog and you're kind of getting yeah. things together. And I think, you know, I think it is so useful because there's even in that story you were telling, I mean, there's so many things that pop into my head that I would have not thought about, like even phone service, you know, how to be able to use your phone when you're traveling, especially overseas, yeah. you know, things like that you don't think about and natural disasters you don't think about and it being like blistering hot, you know, preparing for things like that, I think, is really hard and some of it nobody can predict but I'm curious about kind of the details of y'all's travel blog and if those are the things that you include and kind of what that looks like so tell us a little bit about what your travel blog looks like so we write a lot of travel guides for places um like itineraries and things like that but we also just do um like listicles so like 10 things to do in this city Mm -hmm. but we're really trying to get into writing about more of how we've budgeted travel because I feel like that's something that people are always really curious about is how when you were a teacher and Logan was in school how did you guys do this because it just doesn't seem possible or like you know and we, you know like I said for a long time I was very hesitant about sharing personal details of my life and you know finances and different things like that but we've realized that that's what people want to know they want to know how can they make this possible because it does seem really daunting at times where when you look at things like travel especially it's like you just don't think you can do it but Mm -hmm. we want to try to prove to people that it's possible and that it is still possible to travel while working at nine to five because for those four years that 
Logan and I lived in St. Louis, we did it on a budget, and we both had full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was a student, but it was still a full-time job. So um, that's our biggest thing, is we want to try to write about places in, like, you can do this, even if you have a job, you know, how to maximize your vacation days, how to maximize your travel on a budget, um, and using credit cards really I mean mm-hmm. that's what that's a huge thing for us is travel hacking with credit card points mm-hmm. and so we are trying to get more into writing about those things even though they are harder to explain and they are definitely more personal yeah uh, but I feel like it's so important um to show people that side of us because um if you if we don't you know and nobody else does then you I mean I know I used to sit there and think like how are we gonna do anything fun yeah. like how can we ever do this and then we were made we had a method that worked for us and we want to try to share that with people so they can do the same thing. Exactly. I think it's so useful and it is a a little intimidating to share personal facts and things about your life. But like you said, I think so many people either don't know or don't think that it's possible for them to do this. And when you're looking at people's Instagrams or whatever, and you look at these beautiful pictures of these magical places, you know, it just seems like They must, I don't know. And I know a lot of times these days people get paid to like, I'm thinking of one person in particular. She gets paid to video, videographer. I don't know how to say that. (laughs) She gets paid to like take videos of this hotel and then they use it in their promotions. And so she gets like a free weekend at that hotel, you know? And so I know a lot of times people will do that, but for the average Joe, like what am I going to go do? Counsel the staff? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a counselor. What am I going to offer that that I can get paid for, for a, a hotel in Ireland. You know what I'm saying? So I think it yeah, is, yeah. it's super useful, you know, and I, I love that you guys are doing that because I do think a lot of people will benefit from just understanding more about credit cards and like the nitty gritty of it doesn't have to be so scary, but you do need to be wise. And I think that's really cool. Well, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. So that's super neat. Tell us about, um, I want to hear if you guys have anything planned coming up, like a trip, but tell us before we move on, um, like what's the, web address and where to find all this and how to get in touch with you guys so we are pages of travel everywhere and it's kind of a play on words because our last name is page mm-hmm. um logan actually made that before like when i said he created our website and everything um so we're pages of travel on instagram twitter facebook um our website is pages of org, and yeah definitely hit us up uh we love keeping in touch with people and meeting new people and Um, We love seeing what everyone else is doing, too. Yeah, for sure. And I'll put, obviously, I'll put all of that in the show notes so anybody can access that. But, yeah, that's super easy. Pages of travel. I love it. So cute. (laughs) So, do you guys have any trips planned coming up? Do you have anything in the works? Yeah, I've got a few trips I'm actually taking either with a few friends or I'm actually going to uh, Las Vegas with my mom. Ooh. And then I'm going to Houston to see a college friend, Megan Cleveland. I know you know her. Yeah. Um, so I've got those things planned personally, but as far as trips together, um, we're going to Spain and Portugal in May. <gasps> oh my gosh. So we're really excited about that one. That's we amazing. found a really good flight deal from our airport here in Arkansas and we were like, yep, we're going to just go ahead and do it. So, so cool. Um, we're really excited about that one. That's amazing. We have, we have not started planning. It's in May. So we're like, eh, it's a little yeah. ways away, but we probably <laughs> should get started on that. But like I said, I'm that person that's just sitting there like, I guess I'll plan and it's the day before the trip. And then Logan usually has to get on me like, hey, are we going to plan this trip out? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> so we balance each other out for that sure. That is so fun. <laughs> that's exciting. I can't wait to see pictures from that. I bet that's going to be amazing. 
thanks. We're really excited about it. Very cool, Kels. Well, this has been so fun. I've loved hearing your tips and tricks, and I look so forward to, like, reading about... We're actually going to um, Wyoming in March for our one-year anniversary, and oh, we're super awesome. pumped because we rented out a big cabin, and I'm just thinking, too, like, we probably need to plan some things. <laughs> so... I know. <laughs> this is giving me encouragement to go plan that trip because we need to get that done for sure. So, Kels, I always ask everybody on the podcast, what is nourishing them now? And this can be anything at all. This can be chapstick or salsa or your dog <laughs> or staying home. So, what is nourishing you now? Um, You know, relationships, really. And I know it might sound super cliche, but for the four years we lived in St. Louis, I really didn't put a lot of effort into anything but my job mm-hmm. and so when we moved here to Arkansas, I was like, you know, I really want to try harder with my relationships with just everybody, with mm-hmm. with Logan, my parents, my sisters, my in-laws, my friends, just people I hadn't talked to in a while. And it's been so just like rewarding. I, I don't yeah. know how else to put it. It's been rewarding just to hear from people like you, you know, people I have yeah. always loved and I see on social media every day and I feel like I'm so connected with their lives, but I've realized like, you know, that's only just part of it. Yeah. And I want to get to talking with them again more frequently. And that's really been what's nourishing me lately is just having those relationships and rekindling those relationships that I've loved and longed for for so long. But just, um, you know, we, fall by the wayside sometimes life gets busy and you think oh I know everything that's going on with them because I see it on their social media but (laughs) you really don't it's It's, true that's what I feel so that is so neat yeah I like that answer for sure it's just really fun to watch you guys because I know that you went through you know no being in grad school or any kind of secondary school of any kind is so hard and I think there's there's just a level of like hunkering down that you have to do to get through it. And so it's really fun to see you guys now having more freedom and getting through that season and just kind of blooming. It's just fun to watch y'all. Cause I think that I I can't imagine being an optometrist and going through four years. I mean, I went through two years of grad school and that was enough. So I mean, kudos to Logan for (laughs) sticking it out, but I think it's fun to watch you guys now having some freedom and some space to really live your life. It's so fun. Yes. Thank you. We, this is what we've been waiting for, for yeah, four years now. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, Kels, thanks so much for joining me today. This was so fun. I loved it. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it as well. Like I said, I was so inspired by Kelsey and Logan and um, how they just seek out opportunity to travel and how important it is for them and their willingness to go with the flow and seek out opportunity. I just think it's amazing. And I'm so proud of them for now making their website and servicing other people. I just think it's so cool. And like I told her, I certainly am here for somebody else doing the work, (laughs) but just being able to enjoy the traveling and the place that I'm going. So be sure to check out their webpage. I have it in the show notes. You can also find them on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Be Nourished Podcast. Hope you guys have an awesome week.